Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Club at 22, the Rangers podcast, is supported by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code CLUBAT22. Your balls will thank you. Hello everyone and welcome to Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. This is your club preview for the upcoming League Cup semi-final match against Hibernian on Sunday. I know exactly how Jermaine Defoe feels because I am in the hot seat tonight and I have <laughs> no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> and before I introduce you to the guys who are laughing at me, please ask you to like, share, subscribe, do the podcast. If you're anything like me, you'll listen and watch podcasts and forget to like or subscribe to them. So please hit the like button. And very much appreciate it. Ali Pearson, how are you? Not too bad. I see the other guys that they get the memo of wearing the Manscaped t-shirt tonight, but I've came through for you, Ryan, don't worry. That's why I introduced my favourite first. Thank you very much, Ali. <laughs> <laughs> Carney, how are you, okay? I am good, mate. I am not wearing my Manscaped because I am wearing the Club at 22 Rangers podcast t-shirt. That is why. Uh, no, I'm delighted to be here, mate. Looking forward to you doing your, your first hosting job. Uh, looking forward to this, <laughs> I must say, but no, cheers. Top man, if this goes well, I'm looking for an orange one of those. If <laughs> for Sunday, that would be fantastic because I have no yeah. orange attire for Sunday whatsoever. Scotia, how are you? Yeah, I'm good. I've not got the, the top on, but I've got my briefs on, so I'm halfway there for that one. But yeah, I'm really good. Really looking forward to Sunday. Um, second time in less than a week. I've been at Hamden, going Hamden daft me. Indeed, indeed. That's the choice. I've been an international fan, but I'm sure Rangers will be playing at Hamden a lot more um, in, the, in the coming few seasons. Um, so I just wanted to start off the podcast with the, obviously today, the Walter Smith Memorial Service took place at Glasgow Cathedral today 
And I believe uh, one of you guys said on the group chat that Rangers TV have just uh, recently uploaded it. Um, I've not got a chance to go and go and watch it yet. I'd like to watch it in full. Um, but I did see a few clips, um, etc., of of um, some football greats, uh, Sir Alec Ferguson, Richard Goff, um, Frank Lampard, to name a few. Um, and the Rangers first team also attended the, the service today. Um, I do, well, before I get your, your your views on it, guys, I do want to read a, a short quote from Alan McCoyst. Um I don't think I'll ever forget what Walter did. I don't think I'll ever forget what Walter said. But one thing I can guarantee you, I will never, ever forget how that man made us all feel. Walter, I love you to bits, and thank you very much for the memories. I thought it was, as, as expected for Alan McCoy's touching words and um, says a lot about how close their relationship was. Uh, Carney, I'll come to you first. Have you seen any of the, the memorial? And would you be pleased to see so many giant figures at the, at the memorial service today? Yeah, the, the turnout's pretty amazing as we would expect for a, for a man of Walter's stature it was fully deserved that it was going to be held in Glasgow Cathedral as well and the names that you just listed off me are um, only a few that really attended and it's, it was really great to see um, I was busy at work today um, pretty much and then the, the traffic was pretty bad getting home so I've not actually had a chance at all to see anything before we come on I've seen wee clips I quickly skimmed through it as well just to see Tav's as well, um, very classy from the captain, um, to be completely honest. And yeah, I, I will sit down probably after we finish recording, mate, and watch it myself. Um, and can I pay my respects from what I can see? They tried to keep it as light hearted as hearted as they could and celebrate him, um, the man that he was. Um, and I think it is, uh, it's only right to do so, it really is only right to do so. And I, I'm glad it happened, but um. To say I'm looking forward to watching it, you just know what I mean when I say that. Um, I, I want to see it and I want to pay my respects as well, so I'll probably sit where we can be here after this and watch the full thing through. Yeah, I think I'll do the same. I think I'll probably wait till the, the boys are in their bed um, so they don't see their dad uh, shedding a tear. Mm-hmm. Um, but looking forward to that. Scotia, it was a great great opportunity for his, friend, his, his friends and his family, again, to, to pay, pay respects. Well, he's a well-respected man, wasn't he? Yeah, it's the least he deserved, and I think it's really important that something like this did happen while like honouring his family's wishes to keep the, the actual funeral service itself, you know, a more private and intimate. So I think that was really important. And then, you know, to get all ex ex players that he, he managed, ex colleagues like Archie Knox was there, and had people like Alex Ferguson, Craig Brown, a few of his, his old sort of Dundee United folk that he would have known from his Dundee United days as well were there, um, and obviously. Unfortunately, it's times like this where it, it brings all the football and world, world together. And obviously, you had um, the Celtic contingent there as well, with like um, Davy Hay and Neil Lennon and the likes. So it was really good to see. And it's um, yeah, it's the least least that it deserves. Um, like yourselves, I think it, the, the clip got uploaded us, um, by Rangers at about ten at five p.m. this evening, and I thought, oh, I've got I've got just enough time to maybe squeeze it in. But I've, I've not watched any of it. I want to, like you, sit back after we've recorded this and just take it all in, absorb it all, and pay my own respects, we raise a wee whiskey to him um, while watching it. So, like like Carney says, I'm into, there's, it's a strange sense of looking forward to it. It's kind of like, to be honest, how some people that you hear speak about like state funerals that happen, that's kind of 
how I feel towards this because of the impact and the, the kind of joy that, that Walter Smith brought to me. So, yeah, um, really anticipating this one. Yeah, I'd agree. It was, it was very much like that. Um, but I'm sure it'll be a fit. I'm sure it was a fitting, fitting service, Ali. I don't know if you've got anything more to add. I know we've we've done a lot on on Walter Smith, and he deserves every every minute of it. And if anyone listening or watching hasn't watched our podcast, then I suggest you get that on your your favourites list because I think we've done a, a good job of that for him. Um, anything more to add on that, Ali, at all? No, I mean, I'd same as Carney. I'd let you just in from work not long ago as well. The traffic was a nightmare, but I, I did see it's an hour and a half. I, I will sit down and watch it. I did manage when I was having my dinner to watch a bit of Alan McCoy's part, and he basically said it's it's a celebration of Walter's life, and, we, and he wants to keep it light-hearted in terms of let's celebrate the memories and the stories. So I think it'll be a good watch in terms of the, the stories, in terms of Alex Ferguson telling stories, McCoy's, etc., um, just how good a guy he was. But McCoy, I mean, that quote you gave at the beginning, Ryan, summed it up lovely in terms of Walter. And yeah, I'll, I'll look forward to sitting down and, and watch all the all the memories that all the, all those great icons um, have to say about Walter. Yeah, and I think, as you said, if, if that's what McCoy said about it being a celebration of life, like I said in the, the last podcast, I think we just got to look at, we should be thankful we had Walter Smith twice because he was fantastic for our club. And uh, yes, rest easy, Sir Walter. So moving on to uh, the next subject is the unveiling of the 17th manager in our 150-year uh, history. Yes, 17th in 150 years. Uh, Giovanni Van Bronckhorst was uh, unveiled yesterday as the Rangers manager. You guys did a podcast last night. Unfortunately, I was unable to make it because I was on the floor uh, due to it not being Derek McInnes. Uh, it was going to be Derek but I was so shocked and I just couldn't get off the floor um, for me Giovanni Van Brockhorst I've not really had the ch- chance to speak to you guys but for me it just feels like the right appointment um, Ross Wilson did say it wasn't the obvious appointment I do feel as if it was the obvious appointment I think his credentials are higher than the previous manager um, we have been speaking on the podcast all season that we have looked stale this season. Something's not right. Something's not clicking. Um, and the more that comes out in the coming weeks, I do believe that you might find out that the managerial side of things just wasn't right at Rangers, and this could be a blessing in disguise. Um, so I feel as if it's the right appointment for Rangers, and I'm excited to see Van Bronckhorst in the dugout um, next Thursday. Um, Ali, I'll come to you. Do you think, I know you... you you said it would be maybe a tweak here and there. Do you think he's going to bring a, a different style to Rangers in, in sense of how how we play? I think he'll keep the four three. I, I, as I said last night, and um, I was last night when it, I, it's he's coming in. He's coming into a team that he doesn't really need to change in terms of we're a winning team. We play. He plays the four three three, which we all know, but he plays it slightly different. He likes a focal point up front. I think that's where you might see it change. Previously, you see Morelos or Ruth, whoever's playing through the middle, will drop deep to try and drag. I think you'll say to Morelos, if he's playing up front, you just stay there and the other guys will go either side of him and your Hadjis might come in the middle of the park too. So I, I, in terms of that and the front three, I think you'll have more of a focal point. But sometimes we've been crying out for because sometimes we get down the, the wings and launch balls in, there's, there's nobody there. So I think that's what we might see. Um I think he likes to play the fullbacks high as well. So I think it'll be similar, but 
I think when we're at Ibrox, especially looking, and we have a, a good view carrying up in the club deck, we'll be able to see just exactly how he wants to play. But I think the main one will be that number nine is the focal point. Yeah, I think it's probably been a lot to do with our decision in, in identifying Van Bronckhorst as a, as a replacement for the previous regime because of the because of the players we've got. Our full-backs play high and we play that one striker um, with the two of them. I think that's been a, a big a big part. Of, that's the way Gio plays his teams and it's probably why we've, we've selected him. One of the big reasons why we've selected him anyway. Scotia, come to you. My thoughts with Van Bronckhorst, well, I hope his style of play is going to be, because he's played in Scotland already, he knows the level of Scotland, Scottish football. I think the previous regime struggled to adapt in the first season, at least the first season, in terms of if we went up 1-0 away to Kilmarnock, for, for instance, we would sit off for 15, 20 minutes, we maybe wouldn't go for that second goal. I don't see Van Bronckhorst doing that. I see him going to try and kill games. Um, do you think the mentality will be different with Van Bronckhorst um, than maybe the first the first season under Gerard? Yeah, it probably could be. I read, um, I know Carney asked me the question last night if, is this, if I expect total football, and I'd said, like, you know, I hadn't really seen Viner play when he was when he was their coach. So it was just like he had picked up and stuff that other people had said. But I read um, there was an interview in the BBC today and um, Brad Jones, um, the, the, the American goalkeeper, he was getting interviewed and he was over at Feyenoord when they won that title. And he was kind of saying that it's maybe not quite total total football, um, but, you know, he'll go in and if he sees something that he needs to change, he, he can do it, you know, and he's quite pragmatic in that approach. Um, and I think his, his previous experience in Scotland will certainly help him to some degree. I think you've got to remember, though, when he was when he was at with us, the rest of the teams perhaps weren't as defensive as they have been in the past few seasons. They seem to have got a lot more stodgier over the, the course of the last sort of five years or so. I think it was a, slightly a wee bit more open back in the sort of late nineties, early two thousands. But because he's got that past experience, he'll probably have still been sitting, keeping an eye on. Like Rangers results, he's probably maybe probably not sitting watching like a Inverness Ross County game or anything like that. But he'll definitely have kept his eye on the league and be be aware of what's happening, which is just really good. And I'd seen, I'd lo- was looking up some stats today, and um, taking out um, his time at uh, Guangzhou because um, it was it was only like there for twenty three games. If you compare his re- his win percentage record at Feyenoord was sixty um, percent. And I was looking at Stephen Gerrard's stats, and his win record was for Rangers was sixty five percent. Now take into account that Feyenoord are probably the third team in the Netherlands. I think they are really encouraging, um, sort of managerial statistics for him to come into Rangers and take us forward. And as well, they had Champions League games for one of them, but I think they get beaten all but one of them. So yeah, so I think it's a really good appointment and. Really looking forward to see what he can do with us. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I totally agree. I'm, I'm really excited about it. And the difference in mood um, this week to, to last is, is uh, it's quite something. But um, coming to you, Carney, um, do you think we'll be bringing any... Do you think Van Bronckhorst will bring any Dutch players in or players from the Dutch Premier League? And also, have you got your full Holland kit? Uh, ready mm. for Sunday, ready to do mm-hmm. the links race. 
this this song? There's this this song yeah. coming an aeroplane or something walking down Copeland Road. I've seen that. This is it. That, I just I just if, can picture you doing that handing on Sunday. Oh, I've got the orange socks, the orange pants, mate, the orange shorts, the orange bucket hat. I have I am kitted out there. I am ready to go. Uh I, I really I can't wait. Um good stats, Scotia, by the way. I liked that, really enjoyed that. It was good. You can tell you which was spare time today. <laughs> um, oh, I was on a half day, so I thought I'd make this <laughs> Um, and also, Ryan, you mentioned that you were on on the floor when you uh, the announcement of Derek McInnes. And I, I know what you were actually doing yesterday, mate. And I didn't know what way that was going to turn there. I was like, oh, hang on, well, it's about uh, half in here. My parents watch this, so just careful. <laughs> I know, no, no, mate. I'm so I'm saying I'm not going to be other than that. Um, <laughs> also, um, I forgot to mention. Obviously, we're talking about water at the start. Did you notice the artworks Ryan Jack today? Because I thought I could have done Geo, but I thought it was your first hosting job, so I thought okay, I'll do Ryan Jack for it. To be honest, but anyway, right on to Van Bronckhurst. I think obviously Van Bronckhurst is obviously just doing his tour round um, round my area because fireworks have started going off. For I really have no idea why. So Van Bronckhurst must be passing in the car. Um, uh, I should be out there um, with my arms kit on. Geo opens the door to Holland, to be completely honest for us, the way that Gerard kind of opened the door to Liverpool, I suppose. I think the wee bit of trepidation that I probably have is some of the choices that Gerard made to bring to Rangers from the Youth Academy or whatever or, or from Liverpool were poor. Um, let's be honest, like, it was Ajaria, I think he was he from Liverpool. Ojo. So was Ojo, Ojo as well, so yeah, two not... They didn't. It didn't really work. Ojo scored. I think a belter for us. I think it was in Europe. He scored that. Um, he scored a cracker. But apart from that, it didn't work. Was against Farnham. So it was. Listen, hell, man. Um, so so it was. Um, so I mean, I'm excited to see what caliber of player he thinks that we need and think to what he feels like he needs to be to be brought in. I'm. Uh, I'm really excited. Honestly, I am. I think. I'll go along with that. Um, what you said, Ryan, about Ross Wilson saying that he wasn't the right man for the job. I think he is the right man for the job, but and it was like first choice is him. We all know it's Geo. Let's just go and get him. And it was a case of just dotting the eyes and crossing the T's. Really, um, it was pretty inevitable. Um, and what it's done as well is create unsettlement as well throughout the rest of Scottish football, a certain team in particular who can't really seem to cope with us and uh, it's, it's very funny, no matter how many times I get told he was sacked in China he wasn't sacked in China, he left China because of Covid uh, so yeah, and I've also been told he had the tax man still after him for the EBT, so <laughs> man Gio's a, Gio's a brave man coming to Glasgow let's be honest, but no uh, in terms of footballing uh, I think we're in for a right treat and he immediately, he, he immediately has every Ranger supporter behind him. So what a way to start off. He's coming in, the team are in a really good position, let's be completely honest. So it's exciting times and me and Ali both went and bought the orange training top today because it was £35 in the in the Rangers store. So I will be wearing an orange top on Sunday, that is for I, sure. I would, I would say just on that orange top, Kai, a lot of people might, well, they would have got their email last night about after Gio's announcement saying 25% off the the orange training top, which hats off to Castor for they'll be making money <laughs> off that. But it, it did say in the email it was online only, but me and Carney both were in the shop today 
and they can um, actually give you the twenty five percent in just the shop the, and and there is the, top. So yeah, so if if anyone's looking to get the top for Hamden for Sunday, go to the Ranger store, the one in Buchanan Street, and just say the Geo twenty five, and they can do it at the till for you, and you'll get twenty five percent off. Spot on. Nice I feel like nice a yeah. for a castor there. I know, so we should surely be getting a hug for this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually looking, if they can send a few tops through, that would be nice. I mean, I do like this Manscaped <laughs> t-shirt, but um, no, that nice one, Ali. Um, I just want to kind of bookend that, that anybody watching that's offended by that being an orange top, let, let me just solidify the fact, yes, it is an orange top and get it right up you. Um <laughs> <laughs> we uh you mentioned you mentioned Ross Wilson, uh Scott, which takes me take, takes me perfectly on to the next subject. I don't know if you've watched the Ross Wilson interview last night. Um I, I caught it late on. Um he really he really impressed me, Ross Wilson he has since he came in the door, I think, with his background. He's he left university in two thousand and four and he's been in football ever since, every role he's been in. Um, since he left university, he's been has been a footballing role, uh, Huddersfield, Watford, Southampton, and then ourselves. Um, but he just he looked absolutely delighted and, and so genuine in his interview. Um, I think it must have been hard for him coming in in two thousand nineteen when the managerial uh, positions were already filled and the coaching positions were already filled, so he, he didn't have that much work to do. But you could tell he. he he built a relationship with Gerard and, and the coaching staff, and, and that's uh, you take your hat off to him for that. One thing I did want to pick up on, though, um, one thing he did say was, and I'll quote this, once he indicated he wanted to do something else, we have been tracking a number of potential future Rangers managers. Now, that that quote kind of stuck out to me because I thought that made me think that this fan brought cost or this... Um, identifying future Rangers managers. It's been very much in the in the mixer for a bit a lot longer than three or four days or whatever was suggested in the in the Aston Villa press conference. Um I think Ross Wilson is a, a total credit to the club. I think he's been doing some un- unbelievable work and he's got his man. He's got the man we all wanted. Um just Scotia, what's your what's your opinion on Wilson? Are you a, are you a fan of him? Do you think he's an asset for us? I think I'm a massive fan of him and what he's done. Um, you know, the, the philosophy of the club. I think, obviously, to be fair, it probably started off with, with Alan slightly. And as I said last night, I think Wilson had always been our favoured kind of choice, but he chose to stay at Southampton before we'd um, appointed Alan. But we finally got him in 2019, like you say, come in. And, you know, that it's that role of the sporting director to kind of build the philosophy through the football club. It's maybe slightly different in the UK than it is. Um, in continental Europe, um, where they've got like more, they've got more control over the buying and selling selling of players, but I'm sure him and obviously Gerard previously and him and Van Bronckhorst going forward will be in very very close discussions with each other about you know who we're targeting, what we're doing. But it's bringing the philosophy through from the very bottom of the youth ranks right the way to the men's first team, and um, which is kind of you know he spoke in his interview about things about Sunday that you'll probably come on to, um, which, you know, that's his role to get all that sorted to do it. So I think he's doing absolutely fantastically. And I think as well, he's probably had a big impact in the reason why we've got a B team playing in the Lowland League and why we're pushing yeah, right. to get the B team playing in the, the, the lower leagues of the, the kind of the, the 
top four in Scotland. So, yeah, really impressed by what Wilson's been doing. Long may it continue. Yep, totally agree, totally agree. Um, Carney, do you think he is an underrated asset with us? I certainly do. Yes, I think so. I think this was his first real test. And by that, I mean, yeah, obviously he's been, he's part of recruiting players for certain positions, etc., etc. But this one had a direct effect on how this the rest of the season would go and how next season and following season after that would go. So he really had to get this right. Um, I'm in agreement, mate. I think the club and Ross Wilson, Gerard have known that this was happening long before it actually did. Um, maybe not long, I don't want to say that, but at least a couple of weeks anyway. There's no way that it just all happened in the space of a week. So it's definitely been in motion. Um, I don't think anybody would disagree, obviously, looking in on it. Uh, but Credit to, to Wilson, he has responded well, um, very rarely, in my time as being a, being a, um, a Rangers fan and remembering, everybody was just like, it's Van Bronckhurst, it will be Van Bronckhurst, and I remember even when touching on Walter again, I remember when Walter came back a second time, I remember people grumbling about that and maybe not being too sure about getting Walter back if it would work, if it wouldn't work, obviously, it would not prove that it did, but... I have not heard anybody say about Gio that this was the this is the wrong move. We shouldn't have done this, or we should have went for whoever else was linked with the job. Um, I think it's testament to Ross Wilson and his role, and he is. I said it last night in the pod. He is a very fitting sporting director, and he's done the job that was asked for him for this football club. Uh, and, and I will say, he was like the cat that got the cream on that interview. He could not wipe the smile off his face. But I mean, uh, I mean that's that's literally performing your job to the best of your ability. So you are quite right to be pretty happy with yourself. So very underrated. Uh, I, I hope he sticks around for a, for a few years longer. Um, he has been uh, he's obviously we don't know how it's going to go with Joe. Um, we all would like to think it's going to be very successful, but as of right here and right now, and even in, if this was to go wrong with Joe, I don't think you can really put any blame on to Wilson because no. this is what we what we all wanted. So no credit to him. Yeah, he's got his, he's got his man. He, he knows he's made us happy in doing so. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with you. Just I just thought he come across really genuine in that interview mm-hmm. and. Uh, Danny saw a lot of favours with Rangers fans and, and I think we're starting to appreciate what the director of football role really really entails. Um, so, yeah. Um, Ali, just just lastly, do you think I'm looking too much into that that quote that I've, I've, I've said there um, in terms of I'm saying that have been tracking a number of, of potential targets since the since uh, Gerard made it obvious that he wanted to leave? No, I, I said weeks ago I, I I knew he'd have targets sitting there with Gerard in place anyway. That's his, I mean that's his job at the end of the day. Well, so that used to in case the scenario of the manager does leave because it's modern football managers. I mean you see in the Premiership a manager leaves one day and there's a new manager in just behind his ass straight away. And no, I I I believe like what like he said he had two three targets sitting there ready to go when when Gerard says no I'm off so when he said I'm off Gerard Wilson went to his list and, and got to work straight away I mean I, I did say the other week I thought it could potentially make up be up to a month because I didn't want Rangers to rush in 
But that's probably me thinking going back previously, the way Rangers have done their business in terms of how they've got managers in, which haven't gone great. And Ross Wilson's come in, identified the man that he's been tracking. He's put got him in in six days. I know he's not going to be there for the, the Hibs game. He'll be there on the stand, but that's to do with Brexit, work permits, etc. That That's why he won't be there. So... You've got to give hats off to Ross Wilson. He's doing a good job. And he's, I mean, Ross Wilson, he's hes a bit our age, if not a bit older than us, Ross Wilson. I mean, he's got, a, he's got a cracking job. He's probably got the second best job after um, Andy Firth. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen to him further down the line. But, <laughs> but no, hats, 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 hats off to Ross Wilson. Um, he's doing a very good job so far. What I, I will say as well, um, sorry Ryan, what I will say um, as well is, oh, I forgot because you've said Andy Fuff, mate. You've completely threw <laughs> me because you said Andy Fuff. Oh, never mind. I've completely forgot what I was going to say. I'll, oh, Andy I'll, Fuff, catch, I'll come back. I'll catch this. I'll save the day as a host here. Um, I reckon you've got to give you've got to give credit to Ross Wilson because. He's chased his man, he's got him, and there's nothing worse than, than spending maybe four or five months trying to get your man, and then he says no. Yes, Scott. <laughs> I've remembered, um, I think a lot of people were as well a wee bit critical of how fast this was, and it's been really quite a quick appointment. You've seen a few people saying, oh, it's been really quick. Gio wasn't in a job, so that takes away a lot of negotiations with another club and compensation payments and everything else. Gio was literally sitting ready and waiting, uh, so I think that eliminates any any doubt about the time that it took for, for it to happen. It was very quick, but as I say, he wasn't in a job, so um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be worried about how, how quick it was. Yes, I remembered. Ah, it's a good point, but um, I mean, Eddie, Eddie Howe wasn't employed either, but he chose unemployment, so... <laughs> no, see, he's, he's, I flashed up my phone there, he's actually got COVID, so we can't leave Newcastle out the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> this one's oh, game. <laughs> oh my God, that's, that's brilliant. Uh, well, it's not I good, he's got get... COVID, he's got COVID, no. that's not good, but no, that's... No, of course uh, it's not, honestly. and hopefully, hopefully he's absolutely fine and he gets his full uh, statutory sick pay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so obviously we're here to preview uh, the Hibs, the, the League Cup semi-final Hibs uh, at Hamden, which I'm very much looking forward to, I've been looking forward to it for, for months, if I'm being honest with you I do think this is a pivotal game for us um, this season I've said that I think the League Cup is huge for us it is a monkey on our back at the moment um, there's no doubt about it Um but as I've said, the old, old regime are away and, and we've got a new manager in place and we've nothing to fear. Um, Hibs are on a horrible run of form at the moment. They have lost the last four games um, to Barca Celtic at home 3-1, to Aberdeen away 1-0, to Dundee United at home 3-0. And they also lost to us at Ibrox 2-1, which is probably, by the looks of it, the last time they played well. Um, they also, in the League Cup, they put out Kilmarnock 2-0 and in the quarter-final they won 3-1 away to Dundee United and notably were 3-0 up at half-time. So they've done all right in the cup, but in terms of the league, they have pretty much fallen off the face of the earth. Um, they are six in the league um, with Martin Boyle um, as, a, as a talisman. He is top goal, joint top goal scorer with Olympic diver Hyogo Furuashi on seven goals. Um, before I, I come on to your, your teams, um, 
and, and find out what you think of the game. Carney, going by form and me reading out those results to you, that should be an easy win for Rangers, no? Oh, don't say something like that, Ryan. Going into the semi final at Hamden. <laughs> My goodness. Um, based on the paper, mate, looking at it on paper, yeah, I. I'm going to say something else that Ali will probably shout at me for. I'm feeling rather confident about Sunday. I think Rangers are... We're in, we are more than capable of putting together a, a performance. Um, the managers, the new manager's obviously going to be in the stand as well and the whole atmosphere around the ground, everybody's going to get a lift. There's also the chance for players now to make an impression on the new manager, all these kind of things. Uh, but this is why you have such a, a vast coaching staff. You have such influential players in your team. This is when you have people like Tav in your team. You have people like McGregor in your team. Goldson, it's time for them to step up. This is one game of football you have to do without a recognised manager, if you like, in the dugout. The, 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 they are professional football players. They should be well aware of what they, what they need to do and the task in hand. So... Yeah, on paper, mate. Yeah, it looks um, it looks like we should we should be doing quite well here. But um, you never know. It's a semi final in at Hamden, and we've not had the best of luck with Hibs at Hamden in recent times. So, but in saying all that, um, I think the atmosphere. I think the the whole day about it. Hopefully, it's a, a sea of orange to welcome the new the new manager, and I think it's going to be a. a I want to remember, um, and I honestly cannot wait for it. Yeah, bad record against them at Hamden is an understatement, and bad record against most teams at Hamden in the past couple of years is, mm. is an understatement, and if I'm being honest, but these things change, times change, and, and Rangers are on Rangers are on course these days, and they're a, they're a, far, far, a different animal to, to what they were a couple of years ago, if you think of the Aberdeen um, performance at Hamden. Um, Ali, Jack Ross is, is a very astute manager. I, I really rate him. I think his teams are always organised and always well well drilled. Um, what, what What's your view on Sunday? I know you asked Carney about the results on paper. Do you take that into account? I'd throw that right out the window straight away. I know Hibs, and we can take into account Hibs haven't actually played a game for three, four weeks either That's because right. of COVID. So... How they'll approach it, how they—I know they had a bounce game, I think, against Dundee during the week. So it's, it's similar to when we actually played Hibs in the cup final. We didn't kick a ball for four weeks, I mean, couldn't get a game, and we went into that game. Obviously, we know what happened. So it'll be interesting to see how Hearts Hibs um, approach it. But every time we've played Hibs recently, it's been close. Let, let's be honest about it. It's been two-one, one-nils. It, it's been very close. I expect it to be the same to be honest but the only I mean I don't like Hibs as a football club I really don't they are basically the manky mob of the east <laughs> that's what they are to me but if you want to give them credit they'll come and play football Hibs they always come and play football against us and we always say that should play into Rangers hands because we can play our own game so yeah he is a good manager Jack Ross they're going through a sticky time at the moment but I, I Still think it'll be close, to be honest. And I, I'm just surprised that most, well, I say most of their support, only 6,000 of them are only coming to support their team at Hamden, which I think is a, a disgrace, to be honest. Um, I know it's a Sunday at four o'clock, but these teams that won, I just I just thought I'd say as these teams that come to finals and they want half tickets, but when it comes to a semi-final, can't support their team. Sorry, it's a bit of a disgrace if you're a Hibs fan. 6,000 fans coming to 
coming to Hamden to support your team. But um, I'm the same as Carney. I'm confident, to be honest. But they will give us a game, Hibs. Let's be honest about it. They will. They will they're not going to lie over. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. They'll give us a game. I'm, I'm quite like you in terms of... I think we spoke about it before. I, I never seem to fear Hearts, but when we play Hibs, there's always this kind of sticky thing in me where I think they're going to... They're going to get. They're going to put turn their performance in, and it was a bit tongue in cheek in terms of saying it should be an easy win for us. But just going off their, their previous results, but yeah, those, those results go out the window. Uh, Scotia Hibs had a number at Ibrooks, whatever way you look at it. Before that sending off, they had a number, and after one was certainly worried. What are you expecting from Hibs on Sunday? Um, similar to the, what you have said there, the Hibs are, between the two Edinburgh clubs, Hibs are always the one that gives me a wee bit more worry, and I think that's down to past sort of recent historical results. Obviously, the that um, final we played at Hamden a few seasons back when they scored in the, the last sort of five odd minutes. Um, I'm sure there was a game earlier in the two thousands that they, they beat us maybe, and um, yeah, there was, what was the, the was it five each the result at the end of the championship season? <laughs> Yeah, that was like, and we were cruising and then we just completely collapsed. So the, all these wee results just stick in your mind and seem to give you a hard time. But then <laughs> there was, so there was games. <laughs> uh, then there's been like games recently in the in the Premiership where they've given they've been the for me been the best team we've come up against in the Premiership in the last couple of seasons. But taking all that into account, because they've not played in like Ali says, I think 24 days. It was the last time they actually played. Uh, we played, last played as a team 14 days ago. And obviously we've had quite a few players. Eight players actually got at least 90 minutes in international football um, over the international break there. So um, feeling pretty com- confident. Um, because there was no press conference from Rangers, I went and watched Hibs press conference. <laughs> it wasn't so you could, I see how much dedication I put into this, Carney. It wasn't much. It wasn't a press conference as such. It was um, an interview in Hibs TV that I kind of spied on YouTube earlier today, which Jack Ross was talking about it, and he was kind of had mentioned that um, Christian Dodge, he's back from injury and is going to be in the squad, but I doubt he'll play. Um, but he was talking. Obviously, it's for Hibs TV, so it's going to be very Hibs centric. But he was talking about the amount of effort that they've put in to training to kind of rectify. The wee bit of the collapse that they were, they've been having those last four games, which see for me, this always happens with your likes, Hibs, Hearts, Aberdeen. They do well up to a point, and then they just start dropping silly points and fall completely off the face of the earth, and then it becomes us and Celtic for going for the title. But I'm feeling fairly comfortable for it, and then just looking at us, and then obviously we've not had the press conference, but injury news. I think I've seen that. Roof has potentially picked up a knock when he was playing with Jamaica. Right, Scotia, have you seen him? He's been running about with an earth gun, shooting half the Rangers. Oh, I, did see that so I, hope, I hope he's on the bench or he's fit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, because Gio only arrived in Glasgow today, I think, you know, it's going to be a down to Dave McCallum, Gilmore, Colin Stewart, and uh, Jermaine Defoe as well. So, I think, well, for in a Rangers perspective, I think we'll see, you know, what we've been used to. For the game on Sunday, and this is one that I wouldn't, regardless of the result. For me, you can't turn around and point the finger at, at Geo, although that's likely what will end up happening in some quarters. Yeah, it certainly will. But um, I mean, 
if the foe if the foe gets the result and gets the performance on Sunday, then surely gets the job and we get rid of Jew, eh? <laughs> Wouldn't say that. Before I go on to our, if we just go on to our teams then, um I just want to get your kind of insight into into what you thought of Hibs. But Carney, I'll come to you first then. What's your what's your team, your score and your first goal scorer, please? I think we will pick the same team, everybody here. I think this is the blank canvas and we're probably all just going to go for the big hitters, in my personal opinion. Um, so I think it will be McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Balogun, Barisic, Davis, Kamara, Aribo, Kent, Morelos. And I don't, if Hadji is, if Roof is carrying an injury, then it'll be Hadji. If not, it's going to be between Hadji and Roof uh, for the other side, in my personal opinion. Maybe Aribo swapped out and Hadji playing in the middle. So that's my team. I am going for 3 1 and I'm going for Alfredo, first goal scorer. Nice. I like it. Sound a bit positive. Right, Ali, how is your team? Carney was quite confident about saying, he thinks everyone's going to go with the same team. And I was right. And I was right. No. No? I'm, no. I'm going with um, Andy Firth and goal. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm going with uh, no, McGregor in goal, a back four, a Tav, Goldson, Balogun, Barisic, midfield three of Kamara, Davis and Aribo, so the same as you. And then up top, I'm going with Ryan Kent, Alfie through the middle. And the man for Zambia who scored four goals in international duty, oh, fashion Sakala. And my, my result, my, my score is the same as yours, Can It's 3 1 and um, Sakala, first goal scorer. I should be writing this down, shouldn't I? <laughs> so, like, so I should write things down. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Nice one. Okay. And Scotia, give me your team uh, first goal scorer and result, please. My team's exactly the same as Ali's. I think Sakala oh, deserves to keep a spot considering the goal, goal scoring form. And because Seacus Hamden's such a big pitch, it's a lot bigger than, well, not a lot bigger, but it's bigger than Ibrook. So I want some speedy players up top there. Um, and with Barisic at left back, I didn't actually mention who we were talking about, Gio. I think this might stand Barisic in good stead because obviously Gio dropped back to left back when he was at Barcelona. So hopefully he can sort of you know, get Barisic back up to the kind of levels that we, we know and expect from him. Um, so, yeah, same team, um, scoreline, I'll go 4-1 and Sakala first goal scorer. I like that. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> four, four goals, eh? Oh. Um, my team is, is there a reason why nobody's went Bassey? Have I missed something? Mm. No? Is Bassey fit? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. Fair, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Well, my team is McGregor, Tav, Goldson, Balogun, Barisic. No, I'm all joking. Fancy, <laughs> Aribo, Davis, Kamara, Ken. I've went roof and through the middle to four. I think he'll be selfish and pick himself. I think I think roof will play. Um, I, I don't know if, if he's injured, then obviously, maybe not. Um, but I just think, I think the four will be a bit of a, oh, I, just, I think it'll be a bit of a pals act in there. He seems quite close with, uh, like said, Ruth and Bassey, etc. So I think Ruth will play and I will go 2-0 Rangers, Morelos first goal scorer. So that's where we'll sit with that. Um, imagine the imagine the four packed himself. Can you imagine if he did that? Brilliant. Oh, <laughs> that would be I'd, love, I'd absolutely love if he did that. And Alfie's oh. just sitting on the bench. <laughs> is there, is there more subs in the league cup? 
I don't think so. No, don't know. Because it was the start of the season, they play that tournament thing. I wasn't sure if they'd maybe put in more subs for that because COVID was still kicking about a wee bit more back then. You're the stats man, Scotia. You're making all that stuff. Uh, sorry, I just it came into my, into my mind there when you mentioned <laughs> the phone. I was like, maybe I'll put myself in the bench. He <laughs> <laughs> oh. might, he might yeah. if Kamar Roof's not available. Oh no, know. he won't. Come on, he's not. He's not. Even, I don't. He's been on the sub bench at any point this season. Come on. Well, we'll get Spreading the stars for him to come on and score the winner. Uh, if we're cru- if we're cruising, he'll put himself on. Are we are we appearance fee? <laughs> <laughs> right guys, I think that'll do us um, Thanks very much for that today. Thanks for letting me host us, I've really enjoyed it um, Before I say bye to you all Please like, share and subscribe To the podcast um, As I said before We are also sponsored by Manscaped If you go into their website and use The code club at 22 You will get 20% off Which is an incredible offer And their products are unreal uh, well, not just the t-shirts, they've, they've got all sorts of products there and anything you buy, I can assure you your balls will thank you <laughs> Ali Pearson no. thanks very much this evening No problem, you've done well Ryan and um, I, I'm buzzing for Sunday, off Monday as well so we're going for a breakfast, babies the game, hopefully celebrating more babies, so I look forward to it Good man Scotia, thank you yeah, cheers, buzzing, absolutely buzzing for Sunday. Um, what I would say, I obviously was at Hamden on Monday, and um, obviously vaccine passports are still oh, a yeah. thing, so anyone that hasn't been to Hamden, I'd went in at the section B5, which is the kind of the corner between the West Stand and the, like the Rangers end and the North Stand. Didn't get checked, but I know I'm going in, we're in the South Stand Upper for the game on Sunday, and I guarantee that they'll probably more than likely to get um, spot checked because you're going inside. So just make everyone aware of that. Not to forget to bring a wee copy along. Very good shout, mate. Very good shout. Um, and last but not least, Carney, thank you very much. Thanks for letting me host as well, mate. No, no problem, mate. You did rather well. I'm very impressed for your first time round, mate. Um, it's, uh, it's easy. <laughs> You're sitting talking, talking to us about football, mate. It's not. It's, it's, it's easy. Um, no, but well done. Um, and obviously, people that haven't seen the video from last night we have started a, a, a kind of subscription but on youtube it's become a club at 22 supporter it costs 99p um you'll be supporting us improved content um by investing in better equipment allowing us to approach different players people that may charge a fee for this um and we're also going to start bringing you live pods um from locations across glasgow details of our first one will be coming quite soon if you become a, a, a club at 22 supporter you will get early access to uh, the live tickets when they go up and if you're still a supporter at the end of this season um, you will be entered into a draw to win a, a £50 gift voucher for the Rangers store so I cannot thank everybody enough for the people that have done this uh, and subscribed um, if subscription's not really your thing and you want to still donate you can buy us a coffee there's a link for that we all know how thirsty Scotia can get so he would definitely appreciate it so if you can I say if you want to to donate you can however after saying all that you don't have to nothing's going to change this podcast is proof of this this show so nothing is going to change you would just genuinely be helping support our podcast to take the next step so thank you everybody my spiel's done ryan well done mate bring on sunday beers and football rangers please do not ruin my sunday yeah totally and i want to echo what carney says there i hope everybody um 
continues to like the podcast. Guys put a lot of good work in and we've built a, a brilliant community that we just want to increase and make this podcast as, as, as good as it can be for you all. But yes, uh, everybody enjoy the match on Sunday. We are Club at 22. Let's go. Hmm. Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.